We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 98. Today, we're going to talk about poker. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about the NBA. We're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about whatever the fuck you want. The Mouthpiece is next. What's up, everybody? Sorry I missed you last night week. Uh, had a real depressing week. So um, I didn't feel like uh, coming on. And then by the time I wanted to, uh, eh, I had COVID. It was not a really good week last week. So um, let's see. The midterms happened. The Republicans failed because they suck shit. Uh, that was kind of disappointing. I had two chances to win my survivor pool since we were last here. I had, um, Kansas City two Sundays ago. And, um, I needed them to lose. And Titans had them on the ropes. And I would have won 133000 But I ended up, uh, hedging off like 20000 there. And that was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where all three of my opponents were on the same game and the dog was out in front the whole game. So I was able to to um, hedge a lot. Uh, the following week, uh, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity became a twice-in-a-lifetime opportunity as all three of my opponents with four left had San Francisco last Sunday night. Chargers got out 13-3 lead. I was able to lay off another 20,000. So I've pocketed 40,000 hedging. I'm still in my survivor for 133k and uh we chopped out 12. So I've profited 52,000 so far hedging and trying to win the survivor. Now this week um my picks were down to Washington and Cincinnati. Buffalo has now come available. Uh, I was never going to take Buffalo in the snowstorm uh, or even in the cold weather. But they have lost two in a row. The way they've lost has been awful. Cleveland has played two bad games this year. And uh, who knows? I've, I've been on the wrong side of them all year. My original pick this week was always going to be Cincinnati coming off of a bye even though it is a road division game, uh, you're never supposed to lay points on the road in division and survivor. So you guys tell me if you think uh, I should stick with my Cincinnati pick or move over to Buffalo. Uh, the thing is, is there's four left. If I, um, I know one guy's going to have Buffalo, one guy's going to have. <clears throat> uh, one guy's going to have Buffalo. Another guy is going to have Baltimore. The other person I think is probably going to go with Cincinnati. I mean, they could go with Washington. They could go with the Giants. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never sick, buddy. It's not my fault I get COVID. Daniel never leaves the fucking house. He's afraid of COVID. So don't give me that bullshit. 
anyways, um, yeah, of course Cincinnati has a better chance to lose. One's an eight-point favorite. The other one's a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. Thanks for clarifying that, uh, Mark. I appreciate it. Uh, but that's not what the point is, is uh, uh, do I want to burn up Buffalo? You know, do I want to be able to save Buffalo where two of the people won't have them? And going into the next week, I, all four of us, I'm pretty sure, are going to have Miami against Houston. Miami coming off a bye. Uh, it's another reason why I stayed away from Houston this week. You know, it's kind of like they really need this game. But they also, the week after next, will be Houston's Super Bowl when they play against Watson at home. So, um, anyways, that's what's going on there. We've had a chance to make, uh, we've pocketed like 52000 off of this um, uh, survivor pick. Now, I am <clears throat> out of Circa Survivor, thanks to my partners, who I will never be partners with again. I told them I want any team but Philly last week. I told them Philly was going to lose. I guaranteed them Philly was going to lose. I got called a dictator. I got called every name you can imagine. And all I asked for was them to take any team but Philly. So my one out of 87 chance at 6.8 million is out the door because I have a bunch of retards that don't know shit about anything and have cost me all of my survivor picks. One thing I learned, I will never go in partners with them next year. And the thing that sucks the most is this is a this year is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's so many upsets in the first eight nine weeks of the season, and uh, I kept us alive three weeks earlier when they tried to put me on New England against Chicago. I told them Chicago would win. I begged, I screamed, I kicked, I called them every name under the sun. They even offered to buy my my percentage of the thing to one of their friends for like 11,000 uh instead I just bet 7500 on Philly last week um so whatever just very disappointed to be out um of uh of the survivor now I did we did swap with another player and I swapped another 5%. I told him I didn't want Philly last week, so he gave me another 5% swap. So I'm still got 13.5% in on San Francisco this week in Survivor with 87 people left. So, you know, 13% of 6.3 million is, hmm, let's see, 630, still be close to still be close to, you know, 800K. So there's still a dream. Um, yeah, the Buffalo got moved to Detroit. That's why I put Buffalo back in play. Buffalo on the indoor carpet should be too quick for, for Cleveland. Um, and Buffalo will be in Detroit playing two games in four days there. So they'll play... In Detroit, and then they'll play Thursday against Detroit in Detroit. So uh, 
two games of four days for Buffalo in Detroit. Um, yeah, I mean, I could take Buffalo, but I was always going Cincinnati on the bye in a revenge game against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh's gotten a lot better. Cincinnati is losing Jamar Chase. It's a big kind of, kind of a big loss. So um, it looks like I'm going to go Cincinnati and my survivor. Uh, but I definitely could end up going Buffalo. I have not ruled them out yet. You know, with four people left, you kind of got to use the best teams to survive. It's not like you, you have to, like, save teams because you just got to survive with only four left. Um, but it would be nice to have Buffalo in my pocket. You know, because they're going to get better and better. So, we'll see if I stick with Cincinnati or not. Anyways, uh, poker's been good. Uh, let's see. Last week, I won 26000 I think. This week, I'm up 21000 uh, plus I've been playing mixed games. Yeah, I forgot that. I won like another 9,000 this week at mix. Things are good. Poker's been good. Uh, can't complain. Hope I go Buffalo since he is likely to lose two week. Now, why do you think since he's so likely to lose this week? They, they're coming off a bye. If they win, they're a half game behind Baltimore for a chance of winning the division and still get a number two seed. Um, what, you think Kenny Pickett's real good? <laughs> yeah, like Pittsburgh's some some great team or something. Uh, you know, uh, definitely uh, I could take Buffalo, but I'm pretty sure I'm going go with Cincinnati. The other reason why is I don't like to change. See, last week they changed. We were always going the Giants in Circa. Then we were going for San Francisco. Then with 15 minutes before lock, they decide they're going Philadelphia, and I threw a complete fucking temper tantrum. I said any team but Philly. I know Philly's losing this week, and they wouldn't listen to me. And I, when you're partners with people, you don't have to always get the game you want, but when you're adamant that one team you really believe is going to lose and you have two other choices, you take one of the two other choices. So really bother me that we are out of a one out of 87 chance at 6.3 million. But yeah, my gut has been screaming, told me Cincinnati, uh, and then my gut started to tell me Washington again. I don't think they're going to let down, but uh, I just think um, it's it's better off that um, that I stick with my original pick because there's no way I would have Buffalo if they didn't move out of the snow. So um, I know no chase. I know I know all that, Mark. I appreciate it. Uh, 
trust me, it ain't, it ain't going to be easy. That's why the lines move from four and a half to three and a half. It's definitely not going to be easy, but I, I do believe that um, in a game that's a must win, I'll take Joe Burrow over Kenny Pickett. So that's kind of where I'm going on that, Mark. Um, listen, you, you, you can't, you know, you run out of good teams to, t- to take. And I mean, I could definitely take Buffalo. It's, it's, I still might take Buffalo, but I could also take Cincinnati and I could also then bet 10,000 on Pittsburgh plus the points. And I've already made 40, uh, 52 if I lose I'm down 10,000 more and I'm still up like 42 uh, with a shot to still win so um, uh, it, it just comes down to do you believe Cincinnati was a phony last year uh, do you believe that defense that's had one bad week in the second half which I only get, hadn't given a was only given up a touchdown against the Browns, and no other games in the second half. Do you believe they're coming to play? Or you know that's it. You know, it's uh, it all comes down to that. You got to remember if I can sneak by a week here and uh, keep Buffalo in my pocket, it's going to give me a better chance to win here in a few weeks. Uh. Listen, that's just uh, where I'm at. You know, that's all. So, poker's been good. Uh, I still have 13% of an entry in the circuit contest. So, the dream of making a big score is still alive. But it just really sucks that my guys refused to listen to me last week. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, the Vikings suck. My pick of the week is Dallas. We're eight and two of my pick of, pick of the week. Eight and two. My only two losses. I took Arizona against Seattle twice, not once, but twice. Arizona's been a real letdown for me. Um, I um. So, uh, anyways, uh, my pick of the week's Dallas. Uh. I, I'm a bookmaker guy. When a team goes into Buffalo and wins, and they're 8-1, and one, but the bookmakers make the Dallas Cowboys the favorite on the road after losing to Green Bay, who can't beat anybody, usually the bookmakers are screaming and begging you to bet the other side. So, uh, yeah, I'm making two of my best picks. Too bad I can't pick another one. Uh, my best picks are great. The only problem is, like, uh, I'm like five. One of my seven games over five hundred total, so I'm dead five hundred on all the rest of my picks this year. So, whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm not, not not totally sold. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. Uh, if I do, I will definitely be taking betting ten thousand. On the uh, on the other side, uh, plus points. So that's a fact that's going to happen. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, 
poker is good. Let's see anything we didn't touch on. Hey, Lakers won another game. They're now four and ten. What a disaster they are. Uh, the Golden Knights are fourteen and four. They're playing pretty good. And that's about it. I was pretty de- pretty de- dejected with the um, the election results last Tuesday. It's amazing that for somehow some way, whenever they take three or four extra days to count votes, it's now went 12 Democrats, zero Republicans. It is really amazing how that happens. They just, um, they refuse to, uh, I don't know. I don't, I have my own opinion on it. I probably am never going to vote again. Kind of, kind of, kind of over the voting thing when, when a, a year when the, the inflation's as high as it's ever been in 40 years. Gas prices highest in 40 years. You have a, a brain-dead president that can't speak. And you're trying to tell me that the GOP barely won the House and lost the Senate. Okay. Okay. And they won the popular vote by over 6 million, the GOP, where they lost the last election by over 8 million. That's a 14 million swing. Interesting, right? Exactly. It's it's really weird. So they swung all these, like the House and everything, the GOP won all the seats, but... You're trying to tell me they voted for a John Fetterman who can't even speak, and all the other pens, all the other Democrat candidates. I, I don't believe it. You know, yeah. You always like to say election deniers, Brandon. When I send you a video of thirty Democrats denying the election of 2016, you don't say nothing. You don't say, "Oh yeah, they were election deniers too." And they're all the same. Don't listen to the media. The media just makes up narratives and they want you to go by it. Yeah, the, oh, FTX. Let's talk about that. Yeah, since we were last on. Um, so so I went and bought 30,000 more in crypto and the next day the FTX fucking thing happened. That's how I run it, by the way. Uh, what a fucking clown this guy is. You know, that's just another thing. When when people want to say, oh, the Republicans ran bad candidates, there couldn't be a worse candidate in the history of the United States than John Fetterman. And he won. So don't tell me it's about candidates, election deny or all that bullshit. OK. It's got nothing to do with it. It's got everything to do with ballot harvesting, early mail in ballots Late mail-in ballots. Uh, That's it. When the GOP learns how to ballast harvest the way the Dems do, and they could cheat as good as the Dems do, then we'll have fair elections. But right now, the Dems are better at cheating. That's the bottom line. And, uh, you know, you ever heard this? It's not about who voted. It's who counts the votes. And the Dems have figured out how to count them much better than the Republicans have. So 
It is what it is. I have no interest in in politics and shit anymore. I could give a fuck less. I was supposed to go to the Republican Jewish Coalition today. Um, all the big hitters were in town. You know, DeSantis was here and Pence and Cruz and and I had front row seats. I could have met everybody today, but. I'm so disappointed with politics. I stayed home and didn't even go. So, um, anyways. Trump just had his Twitter back today. Yeah, well, who gives a fuck? Nah, he won't even be on there. Trump won't be on Twitter. He will, he'll be on Truth Social. He's trying to build a, a social fucking empire. I think he, he wants to give Elon Musk uh, business. Anyways, yeah, so I'm kind of disappointed with politics. Yeah, but Brandon doesn't know that that Warnock beat up his ex, and they have videos of it. He just wants to talk about, he just wants to repeat talking points that he watches on MSNBC. So he doesn't ever want to do any research on himself. Anyways, um, let's uh, take some phone calls. Uh, Yeah, that sounds good. Oh shit. 702-329-0480. Oh, you fucked it all up, huh? Your battery and your mouse just died. Uh Yeah, I don't I don't think that Trump will be on Twitter much. I think he'll be on He'll throw at least one tweet a day out there um, just to drive the libs crazy because that's what he does. So what's going to happen is is um, is what's going to happen. If the polls show Trump is winning, they'll indict him. If the polls show Trump is losing, they won't indict him. That's just what's going to happen. Trump will never see power again. You can mark that down. Matter of fact, I just bet 5000 with Phil. Phil took Trump to not only win, but win the presidency. I gave him three to one. 15,000 to 5,000. Um, uh, I think that uh, I'm actually stealing. Yeah, but Biden turned 80 today. Yeah, he looks crazy, like, Phil. He looks about 95. We're ready for what? All right, let's do it. Let's take some calls. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will Be live. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. 
and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Trump just got reinstated to Twitter. That should be fun. Bubs a mouthpiece is Mike. What up? Hello. Hello. Are you there? Goodbye. 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 La 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 la. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Grassley's like almost over 90. You have like, I don't know. I think that they should make it. If you're over 65, you can't get elected to office. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hello? Mike, this is Drew in Hawaii. What are you doing, bud? How are you? I'm good. Can you hear mm. What the fuck is right? Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. I uh, I just saw that the thing came out about uh, Trump's Twitter getting reinstated, but if you try to follow him and you click out of it and you go back in again, it unfollows. It's like he's unfollowing you, but it's not him. Something weird's going on. Yeah, well, you never know. They're trying to, what they're doing is they're trying to sabotage Twitter from inside. That's why, that's why, um, Elon shut shut down Twitter and took away everybody's passes for the weekend. The people on the inside, the libtards, the fucking leftist fucks are trying to sabotage Twitter from within. He fired half of the half of the staff. And so he's he said he already said he's worried about them sabotaging and taking down the whole site. So, you know, he's got to be real careful. What's going on there? On another, on another, uh, another topic. Um, when are you going to play on the uh, Hustler Casino thing? Well, I was supposed to play uh, lot, not last week, but the week before, um, and I got COVID, and for the third time, so I had to cancel. So what I'm doing is, it looks like it won't be till about after the first of the year because I'm going to play the. Um, WPT championship uh, starts at the win in two weeks, and I'm going to play. Oh, nice! I'm going to play a bunch of events over there. Uh, you should about, uh, you should vlog those. Yeah, I will. Yeah. They'll be on my, they'll be on the channel. And, cool, uh, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm renting a I'm renting a scooter, and um, I'm going to. Uh, to play a bunch of mixed game events, play a bunch of no limit events. Uh, so yeah, I plan on doing that. And uh, you know, has it been good. a while since you played the WPT? E, the last WPT I played was a year was was a year ago in December at the Bellagio, the Five Diamond. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, I think I've played in the last ten years, like. 10 WPTs. I really don't, I just don't play much. I, I'm not a tournament in, uh, I don't really give a fuck about tournaments. I think tournament, I call them, they're for idiots because they're, they're just, I call them donkaments because they just are. I mean, you don't see anybody dominating tournament poker the way, 
it's just not set up for the best players to dominate anymore. It's set up. Well, you know, that's why, I, that's why I asked you about the Hustler, because I'd love to see you play some cash online and I watch you play. Yeah, I mean, cash I'm crushing. Uh, you know, I mean, the best cash game players, you just win every day, knock on wood. You know, you just win. You just fucking win. You play good. You know what, you know what I'd love to see you bring back, Mike, is the old school Mike with the, the dark sunglasses at the table. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, uh, if you play on Hustler Casino, you don't really need to really wear any sunglasses because you're playing. I mean, Ryan has found a way to put together some real juicy lineups. So, and I'm, listen, I'm I'm all about playing in good games. I, I learned the hard way that, Winning at poker is about playing in lineups that, you know, where you're just one of the top three players at all times, you know. I'll so, tell you what, but being one of the, watching some of these Hustler Casino shows uh, that they put on, you could, you could easily be one of the top five players anytime I, I, you play at these no, tables. They're I, a bunch I, of donks. Well, they are, you know, but, you know, I unfortunately – I am lucky enough that I could go down and play any week I want because I'm very good friends with the people who run the show. But you know, um, I, I go down. I could go down. I go down three, four times a year. You know, and uh, I play five days a week there. Probably next time. I mean, I, I think the worst I've ever won is fifteen thousand down there. You know, you should bring Hill News with you next time you go down there. Well. Right now, Phil is in a contract talk try, with uh, Bally's, uh, and Bally's just bought live at the bike. So, oh, he, so that's it's a different why, stream. That's why Phil's been playing at live at the bike the last couple of times because uh, he's trying to get a big deal with them. So, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Well, you're you're a free agent. You could probably play on both of them. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I do. I play on all of them, and I, I I the thing here's the thing with me is it's you know I deal with a lot of pain, so it's very hard for me to get out and about because I'm in pain all the time. But oh, um, sure, sure. you know, but I'm I'm definitely going to get out and about for um, for uh, for this world. Uh, the WPT championships. I'm a little bit tired. I had to get up at. I got up at like ten this morning. I had to doing. I did the, a uh, podcast for um, for Nick Vertucci over at Hustler this morning. So uh, I was up. Oh, so okay. Early. I was up early, but that'll. I'm sure that'll be out this week. It was pretty good. We had. A, we we shot the shit. It was a good interview. It was fun. Hey, how about the? Uh, you ever plan on playing the uh, high stakes poker? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I, I just don't know if I really want to play like four hundred, eight hundred against all the best players. Uh, I did it, you know, back during the day because I. Had I think the, you're one of the top five still of those players well, that I, play that are the best well, players. Well, here's in the, my here, well, I am, but here's the thing, right? Is Let's just say you play four days. That's what they usually film it over a four day period, right? I mean, and you run bad three out of four. You know how long it will take me to make that money up? You see what I'm saying? So, like, I play 10, 20, 40, and I, you know, I I win between 10 and 50,000 a week, 
you know, you play 400, 800, you lose three out of four days, you're down 400 grand. Uh, well, you know, it'd be nice if you, if you win big in one of these WPT tournaments. Now you got some bullets you could take to the yeah. poker. And, and the thing is, 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 and this is the truth. This is my, where my maturity came in, comes in is I don't give a fuck about making, sitting down and winning four or 500,000. My, it's not going to change my life. Um, you just like playing. If I lose two hundred thousand, it will hurt me. You see what I'm saying? Right now, my gotcha. life. Right now, my life is so good. Um, I have no financial stress. I have no any stress. I could play poker. I could lose ten days in a row, and it wouldn't even phase me. Um, I I just don't need to play big anymore. Uh, because of my injury, because of my uh, liability of what I can and can't do, it's just not worth it to me. So, you know, I I, I just started playing some 15300 mix online in a private game, and and I have my own private game I play in, and you know, I'm listen. You can live a pretty good life making ten thousand dollars a week. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? I I also enjoy watching you play those uh, WSOP online events when you stream them. Yeah, you know, I I really wish I would have streamed more. But when I sit for long periods, like if I sit in this chair for more than a couple hours, I'm in terrible pain. So it just started to really, really break on me. So I I just decided, uh, uh, you know, it just wasn't that important, you know. Oh, well, I, I hope you just do one or two, though, a year, because I do enjoy watching you play. I appreciate I'll say, I sit it. Here, I sit here in the room watching you on the TV, on the YouTube, and it's entertaining to me to watch you get fired well, up I, and I'm people make John plays online. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to – I'll be um, uh, vlogging everything at the WPT Championship in a couple weeks. So Yeah, uh, maybe you'll see some of the old boys there playing. So I'm looking forward to that and competing with them and, uh, you know, it's it's fun. I like I like competing. I like, but you know what I like more than competing? I like winning, and winning cures everything. And when absolutely, you, and I and, enjoy. And I'll be honest with you, I enjoy watching you compete because you're one of the few poker players out there who still has the balls to say what's on in their mind. And if he sees uh, something he doesn't like, he speaks out, and that's why you're the mouth. That's it. And you know what? I fucking know deep in my heart that I'm as good, if not better, than anybody in the world at poker still. And I don't care. People can say whatever they want. I know who I I know what who I beat. I know who I play against. I know where I'm at in every hand. And um, I've had five losing weeks in a year. So have a nice fucking day. Eat, eat a can dip. I just say no, I, I think it's an it. absolute travesty that you're not in the hall of fame i don't know i just don't understand it i think no. it's all a bunch of liberals that are keeping you out of it personally probably probably you know but it is what it is you know you go with the flow it was important to me when my father was alive he's been gone for two years if i'm not in by the time my, my mom's 85 if i'm not in by the time she passes away you know then my when i do get in my um acceptance speech will be legendary i promise you yeah that's what i like to hear i promise you i promise you if i'm not in before my mom my my, my mom's still alive it's really gonna be something 
That's all I can say. Well, I'm definitely going to be looking forward uh, at the beginning of the new year watching you on the Hustler live uh, stream. I, I want to see you uh, take the cash from a little box that play another, that game. Yeah. All right, my man. I appreciate you calling. Take care. You got it. All right. Later. 702-329-0480. All right. Uh, yeah, man. That's right. You know, 30, 40K a month. Like, uh, sign me up. And uh, that's really all that matters to me. Well, to the mouthpiece is Mike. What up? Hey, Mike. This is Mike for me. How are you doing? What are you doing, Mike? I just um, I have two questions for you. And sure. I'm just sitting here eating a Subway sandwich. Um, but I have two questions for you anyway. So my first question would be, um, as far as determining, like, as far as cash games go, um, do you consider a streak, either a winning streak or a losing streak? Do you go by how many sessions in a row you've won or lost or a dollar value? Um, determining if it's a streak or not. I mean, uh, I really don't pay attention to what I win or lose. Um, what I do is I pay attention to when I have to pay at the end of the week or receive at the end of the week. And when I don't have to transfer funds to somebody, that means I'm doing well. When they are transferring funds to me, that means I'm doing well. So um, when I've only had to transfer funds to them like five times in a year, I think I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but honestly, I don't really keep track because I had owed a lot of money and I've paid out pretty much all of it that I've owed. Uh, oh, still awful. very little. So, <clears throat> and I I know where I... I, I've got some money in the bank, so I'm doing well. You know, I've got a few more people I need to pay. And uh, and then, then I'm out of debt, which, uh, you know, there was a time that I didn't know if I'd get out of debt again, you know. It was things were looking bleak, you know, after my injury and all the bad things that happened to me. But um, listen, if you work hard enough in life and you're pre- perseverance and you don't let anybody tell you you can't do something you can do anything you want and me getting out of debt and me getting back on top over the last two years is living proof and it wasn't easy it was a lot of hard work a lot of a lot of mental a lot of mental focus um just never giving up you know, that's all you can do. All right, brother. I appreciate your time. Thank you. You got it, my man. Thank you for calling. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Bye. All right. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. Yeah, I'm a little bit, uh, a little on the tired side because I was up so early this morning. So I'm right. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. 
Are you there? This is the same guy who we couldn't hear him before. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Daniel from Mexico. What's up, my man? How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I still can't get into the United States because I'm a Canadian, non-foreign national, whatever you call it. You realize that that the United States is stopping all the unvaccinated people around the world from coming and spending their money as tourists. It's just insane. It doesn't even... For what? The vaccines don't do anything. Yeah, well, yeah, but... They're the la- practically the last. Well, they're the last major. Buddy, well, you could just, why don't you just walk across the border? You don't need to be vaccinated. Two hundred eighty-three thousand people come across the border every every month. The border is wide yeah, open. Just, walk on across. They don't. I'll care. go to the Rio Grande and swim across with all the Central Americans. Yeah. 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 You don't even have to no. just walk on across. <laughs> Fuck, just walk across. They. <laughs> Just say, walk across and say, uh, I want, uh, what, what do you, uh, what, what do you, what I, do you want claim? Asylum. Asylum. I want asylum. Asylum. We walk across and say, asylum, asylum. <laughs> and then just, then they'll say, you want to go to Martha's Vineyard, Florida, New York, where you want to go? We'll send you. Here's a phone. Here's some money. Come to our country. Oh, it's, it's totally crazy. It's, it's beyond crazy. And, it, and it's uh, it's the same way over in England. They're coming across in dinghies. Yeah, I heard. And it's the same setup there. They give you, they put you in a hotel. They give you money. Did this this whole setup is all worldwide? Of course it is, but, because the whole world is fucking center right, and their only way that they have a chance to hold power is allow millions and millions and millions of illegals across, so they can vote for their fucking side. That's all. That's what's going on. It's like one plus one is two. It's not three. Okay, it's just what's going on. So take a well, look at figure that. Now out. the other the other point about about the United States is the um, the government now represents forty percent of the GDP. Of, co- of course. What is that? Forty percent of the GDP is the government. Look, no nobody wants to work. It's like. <laughs> Where did everybody go? Where all the workers go? They put all their wives on OnlyFans, and then they're like, "Okay, bitch, get undressed, make us some money, and uh, and I'll stay home." I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm just a joke. But I'm just, uh, where's all the workers? No, there's nobody to work. Every place is going out of business because they don't have workers. My friend had to close three restaurants. They have no workers. Nobody wants to work. It's it's because the. Um they they say that the unemployment is two or three percent, but the, the 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 real problem is that that, that people have left the workforce and and they, they just don't want to work because they're they're on all kinds of social uh, dole. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's you know, I mean, it's, pe- it's, the, it's the participation rate. The participation rate you can't lie about. It's the percentage of the people who participate in the economy, and it's the lowest it's been for a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's really yeah. bad. It's really bad. That, that's why I don't know how it's possible that the elections turned out the way they did. 
last week. I don't even believe well, it's possible. It's not, it's not possible. They're completely they're rigged. Of course they are. They're making yeah. it seem they 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 put up this uh, this uh, narrative about election deniers and democracy and and then they want then they then the media pushed that all the Trump candidates lost blah 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 because they 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 don't want to <laughs> they will never let him see power again I, I'm convinced and of it did did you look at all the results. It, it, it is so unbelievable that every, like, it's like 80, 90 percent of the races, it's 49-5 versus 52-50. Yeah. Little, razor, little razor things and always go in the Democrat way. Always How go. How can that possibly be? Everyone. 12 for 12 yeah. went the Democrat. Come on, man. They must think we're stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. They think we're stupid. You know, well, we are stupid. You know, <laughs> so I mean, they don't just think we're stupid; we are stupid because and listen, you got to give the Brazilians credit. They believed that their election was stolen from them. There was uh, what a hundred and sixty million people out in the streets of Brazil, like two weeks ago. You see anybody uh, protesting anywhere in the United States? No. What is it going to take? What is it going to take? I don't know what it's going to take, you know, but uh, listen, I go on the show. I try to help working class people. I try to educate them. It doesn't, nothing changes will change my life, but hopefully me educating people will help change theirs. Does that make enough? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all I can do is try and help people get a better life and because I I don't even understand. Did you see the interview with Biden? Like Biden was like saying how they were going to hold this and this. And then I, he interviews Kamala and he goes, I'd like to thank Kamala's husband who I sent to the West coast because I needed to make sure the right people count the votes. Did you see that interview? Go look that one up. Because he told, they tell you what they're going to do. They tell you what they're going to do, and they do it. They, they, it's and, the and, That's it. They and all you. these, all these people that get into high positions like Pelosi, her husband's a pervert. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know we all know Hillary's husband was a was a pervert. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like what the hell is going on? It, it, it just you know sometimes it's good maybe just switch the topic and talk about poker. <laughs> I tell you, I just. The, the Paul Pelosi story that you notice how it went away. It was like nine days before the election. They threw this crazy asinine impossible story out that some random broke into like the most secure house in the United States. And he answered the door with the let's the police in. And then the guy attacks him with a hammer. And then that entire story has been completely scrubbed from the internet. And, yeah. I mean, we don't, we'll you know, never know the story of that. That what, Nothing made sense there. Well, the, the, the thing is, the, the big question is, was he wearing underwear when he answered the door or was he wearing no underwear? I don't know, but I, mean, I know. I, that's, I, how, that's how far we've gotten to the point where, you know, why wasn't the guy wearing a helmet? Everybody knows when you're having hammer sex, you got to wear a helmet. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I don't know what the truth is there, but I know one thing, whatever the media told us, 
is not the truth. Okay, <laughs> I, that you could you could bank on. You know what I mean? That you can bank on. You know, I don't. Uh, it should be interesting to find out if that truth ever does come out. But you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, think about think about the third most powerful person in the U.S. And there's oh, they just happen to have no security systems on their house, and they just happen to be worth two hundred million in the richest neighborhood in San Francisco. But everybody else has security on their house, but they don't. Come on, man. They must think we're stupid. Well, we are stupid. I just told you that. Yeah. Did you get Did you get to watch any of the WSOP uh, Europe? Nope. Didn't watch one hand of it. Um, I, um, Sean Deebs came out with an interesting comment. He he was commenting on the final heads up play, and it was about his career, which I I found very very interesting. He said that. Um, he, I guess he's been around for 15 years or, or yeah, give or take, 15. but he was a cash player and he dropped his money into tournaments and coming into 2018, he was down 2 million bucks on his tournament entries. And that's the year that he finally broke through and made a lot of money. But can you imagine the perseverance that that guy had, that he would play year after year after year with and be underwater to the point of two million bucks. No, nobody wins in tournaments. Tournament, no, nobody wins. Nobody's a win. Very few people are winning tournament players. Like, like it says, I've won ten million in tournaments. I'm about a million winner in tournaments. Uh, very few people are winners in tournaments. They, they, I mean, even the big winners, they they play huge, huge bank buy-ins. They, the thing is, is they don't keep track of what you win and lose they just you know give you like all-time earnings and stuff like you know daniel's been doing good lately but even when he with his 45 million in tournament winnings i mean he he might be up now maybe five you know five or six it's just you know that's kind of the the high stakes tournament uh, he might be up a little bit more. I don't know, but the the, the tournament scene is very phony. Uh, it's very fake. So many they, you got people that no. have won twenty five million in tournament winnings and they're losers in poker tournaments. They're all broke. So you know it's um, it's a facade. I call it a facade. You know, it's just they well, they want to make it into something that it's not. Kind of like when. Antonio won the million dollar buy-in and then he was on Howard Stern and he was like trying to tell Howard how he had all of himself and he made 18 million and, and Antonio made like I don't even know like a million five or something you know they all want to talk and be big shots instead of just be honest like when I have half of myself I tell people I have half of myself I mean every tournament I tell people what I'm playing for When if you look at all my vlogs you know what I mean? So uh, even last year, I thought I had a bad World Series. As it ends up, I only lost 5K because all the tournaments that I that I, I had like 90% of myself, I cashed. And most of the ones I had half of myself, I didn't. So, you know, I'm just being honest. And I, But overall, I didn't lose much. I think I lost... Uh, Oh, uh, I only lost 5k personally, but overall I think I lost 60 or 53,000 something like that and and out of like 250k in buy-ins and tournaments. 
but me myself only lost 5k because it happened to break my way uh some years it breaks the other way where the ones i have all of myself i do shitty in and the ones i have half myself i do good in so it's just the way it is you know but I like I, I, I like selling half of myself and all the big buy-in tournaments because cause even Daniel, who's worth millions upon millions of dollars, he he sells half of himself now in almost every tournament. You know, there's just no reason to play for big money when you have because you don't really need to win big money. You just need to not lose big money. You know, that's that's why kind of like I was talking about earlier, and they were talking about wanting me to play in the big. Uh, high stakes poker it's like high stakes poker is filmed over a three four day period if i run bad in four days it'd take me two years to make that up you know what i mean so i don't really need to play in it i play you know nowadays you know i I mean i guess if i played high stakes poker i'd probably sell a lot of myself but who knows i i i I really (laughs) As crazy as it sounds, I have no interest in playing the best players in the world. Poker's about playing people that you're better than, and that's what I like to do. I like to play where I know I'm the best player. I don't want to play in games where I'm just as good as everybody else, and then then it's whoever catches cards. You know what I mean? You know, if you mm-hmm. want to, if you so, t- tell me what you think of this. I, I was um, I, I'm just like you know an, an average player, but the thing was. I, I was in Las Vegas. Uh, um, I'm retired, so I'm just there to, to play. And I, I was nervous about playing in tournaments. I've been online and stuff since 2000. This was about six years ago. I was there with my wife in Vegas. And I, I, I started in the old room at Caesars. Remember, C- Caesars used to have an, a room at the back mm-hmm. with all the. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was in that room and I won four tournaments in four days. And, and that's where we played. And I'm going. That, that what? We played. We played in the back at the Caesar's room for years. I mean, yeah. They, they, and then they they, 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 they lost only, all their business to the Venetian. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. Yeah, yeah they got. They, they let all their so, business go. Yeah. So listen, Mike. I'm in there. I'm in there. I win four tournaments in four days, and I, I so I finally decide to go out. And oh no, I know I, I had a um, I had a uh, third place finish too. So I won four tournaments at a third place finish. I guess it was there five days. And then I went to uh, Bellagio, and they used to have a tournament at uh, 1.30 in the afternoon or something. Mm-hmm. I got in, I went into that. It was only the second. No, it was the first time I ever walked into Bellagio. I won the tournament. So now, now I'm like on cash five days in a row. Then I went down uh, to, oh, down, down the other end, and I won another tournament. Then I went up to Bally's. And then this all happened in nine days. I had six tournament wins, a second and a third. And, and yeah, and I finished second down at Bally's to a complete drunk. Mm-hmm. And I was up like about eight eight grand, and uh, what a streak! Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I had a I've had a my big streak. Uh, Two thousand and five, I won. Um, I won the tournament of champions, poker and poker superstars on back to back days. Uh, Won poker superstars and tournament champions in back to back days, and then headed out to to um, Monte Carlo tournament, where I then got fourteenth in the twenty five k Monte Carlo tournament. That was uh, in Monte Carlo where Ivy won both both the live tournament and the Monte Carlo tournament. He won both of them. So yeah, it, it definitely runs in streaks. 
that's why you always see two people bat- winning a, a bracelet every year. Um, it just it's poker's about confidence. When you win, you just believe you're going to win every hand you play, and it's you got to have a positive mindset. That's why the people who that's why when, even when I go down on the series and I'm struggling, um, I. I, I go down and persevere and, and I stay in a positive mindset every day because once you hit one, you'll hit two. And the next thing you know, you've got a shot at player of the year because that's just, that's just the way it is. You know, it's uh, it, it's it, poker runs in, in streaks, you know? Yeah. Just, well, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling when the game's easy. <laughs> it sure is. Um, when I'm running good and I sit down in a live game and, I'm just like, how much am I going to make today? How much am I going to make today? I, I don't ever think I hope I win today. It's how much am I going to make today? So uh, it's listen, poker is a mindset. And you, you, it, it's, if you, that's the one thing about Phil is he'll write a book called Positivity. Then he'll whine like a little bitch and cry and cry how unlucky he is. I, I give him a hard time all the time is I tell him, uh, you know, why don't you follow your own uh, positivity, buddy? You know, but anyways, well, Phil, Phil is, he's got to be the most wonderful special case in the world. That guy, he, he he's un- unbelievable. Yeah. You're good friends with him, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he is a special character. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say. So I wanted to ask you another one last question. Um, you said you piled into Bitcoin. How's that working out? You got out or you, what are you doing? Oh, no. I waited and waited and waited. I finally put in like 80K and now it's worth like 20. And I put another oh. 30K in and then FTX decided to fucking rob everybody. So I'm down infinite in Bitcoin. And I, by the way, I had $10,000 worth of Bitcoin at $27 a coin in 2014. So can you, I just can't hit on this Bitcoin. But whatever. Is what well, it is. Anyways, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I'll be all right. About it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin will be a million dollars a coin. Just give it ten years. It's I'm in it for the long run. So don't 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 confuse it. It's probably going to go to zero. We'll never go to zero. Well, it will not it's well on zero. its way. <laughs> it is not. Wait to, wait till the contagion from this FTX thing spreads out. Well. It's going to make you more. It's. I think it's going to make Bitcoin worth even more because the money you have in your wallets will be untouchable by the government. And uh, okay. and, I, my, and there's only my, so many Bitcoins out now. All the other coins, my, all the other coins, yeah. I think will go to zero. Or are you That's talking it. about the other twenty two thousand? The other, the other, <laughs> all the other shit coins, whatever the fuck. Twenty two thousand. But listen, there's there's something called the grayscale. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they, they got a big chunk and that was where a lot of big corporations have, or big hedge funds and whatever piled into grayscale it's selling at so it's a huge discount right now to the price of bitcoin so if you have bought into grayscale and you want to sell your grayscale right now you get 9500 for it that's the discount that it's selling to the 16,000 or 17 whatever it's at right now 16,000 whatever but it's discounted down to 9500 and that's a huge overhang. Just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all the money I make every single week, and I'm gonna keep putting it in Bitcoin because I believe. Oh no, in no, Bitcoin. no, no! Please, please don't do that. I believe in Bitcoin, buddy. 
I believed in it 10 years ago when I was called a scammer and how a about, piece of shit. And, how about 50? Uh, listen, the bottom line is, is when you play and you have to transfer funds, when you pay every week or you collect every week, uh, I don't, uh, when I don't have to go in and out of my bank accounts, it's a lot easier. And Bitcoin is okay. be What was the best year? What was the best year you ever had, like where you were really flush? Oh, I probably have won probably two, three million. No, but what year was it? What year was that? Uh, my best year ever in poker was 2005. 2005, if you plunked your money into gold, you would have been buying your gold mm-hmm. around four, four or $500 an ounce, and now... It's up at seventeen fifty. Your money and, would have and, tripled and, and if I and if I wasn't called a scammer and a piece of shit and, and just left my ten thousand dollars of Bitcoin at twenty seven dollars a coin, I'd have one hundred eighty six million. Now, what are you talking about? Yeah, that yeah, uh, that's, yeah that's, exactly. that's great. But exactly, but, but that twenty seven dollars a coin is now sixteen thousand a coin. So but that Ponzi scheme is unraveling now, Mike. That's that's unraveling. So what? So, you know, I, I would have had I would have been had my own island somewhere. So what? <laughs> what, what would it have mattered if I, there's? You can't live in the past. You know how many ifs, ifs, ifs. If I would have followed my instinct that the guy was an undercover cop, I wouldn't have gone to fucking jail for something I didn't do. If I would have followed my instinct and just stayed with my money in Bitcoin and not let people tell me it was a Ponzi scheme, I'd be worth infinite. If, 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 you can't live with ifs. You go forward and you live in the future. Thanks for the call, my man. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, right on, Mike. Good Uh, luck. Take care, my friend. Peace. Hello. What's up, crazy man? Welcome to the oh, mouthpiece. Yeah. I got technical issues. I was, I was all Twitter. Uh, yeah. Pun intended, but Donald Trump is back on Twitter. Is he tweeting? Uh, and I know, but Jack Posebic, you don't hear that? And Mike Cernovich, these nutbags, I don't like them. They're big mouths, they're conservatives, yeah, whatever. I don't uh, know what they do. Cernovich is. They're a... all like, they're like boomers. You know, he doesn't have his subscribers back because, you know, that's not how it works, dude. And I go, well, I had to subscribe to him again because I what, know I was. Wait a minute! Subscribed. They didn't give him. They didn't give him as an account back with his seventy-five million followers. No, he had one. When I subscribed, he had one point. Are you six. serious? He's at one point eight. What? But, Everybody but else got their. Wait! Whoa! Whoa! Everybody else who got their accounts back got their exact same. Uh, got their exact we same. We don't know what we don't know what Twitter did, and Elon hasn't said what Twitter did when they suspended him. I know I was subscribed. Despite what dumbasses like Jack Posebic and Mike Cernovich, those weirdos uh, are saying, you know, I know, I, I know them pretty well, and um, mm. and I'm gonna tell you, uh, too bad for you. Yeah, well, I your 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 take on uh, some of these, uh, you have the right take on one of them. Well, they come from a generation. Of, I might say they're millennials. They're real close. Maybe they are, but uh, we uh, just witnessed. Listen, Cernovich, on- Cernovich is all about himself, buddy. Okay, it's all we just witnessed these dummies at Twitter, these engineers who've been working there for nine years. They they went off and they and and the media ate it up. Oh, we're quitting. 
which was kind of like a mind game. Because if I'm an employee, you have a high paying. I don't want to pay you any contract. So if you quit, I'm not going to pay any, even unemployment, which this is a right. Practice. If you're stupid enough to quit, you quit. But they were going, oh, Twitter, Twitter's going to break in 24 hours. Everybody ran with the story. And I'm all like, right, guys, uh, all right, listen, listen, man. Chris Moneymaker DMs me. He wants to get a bet that Twitter is going down. I go, okay, you got you 100 to it. 1. 100 to 1 for 200 bucks. Okay. Did you take it? Yeah. I mean, like. Oh, Mikey but, made some money. But I it's know, like, and you know. All the, all the people that are, think Twitter's going down are a bunch of libtards listening to the fucking media. Do they Wait really think? Do you really think that fucking um, Elon Musk Wait, spent $44 billion and the company's going to be out of business in a week? Give me a break. Yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. We all call tech support, and we all f- call a guy in India. I mean, like, all these dummies who quit don't realize that all, most of these jobs, these engineering jobs, are some dude in India now uh, at a fraction of what they're getting paid. Give me a break. And, and, and don't they realize, even if it's not, I mean, I'm a big, I don't like the H-1B visas. Nah, neither, but, neither do I. And these idiots, for political reasons, are making it very hard for me not to even back to H-1B visas because these dummies voluntarily quit their jobs so they can't, now they can't pay for their expensive, stupid fucking apartments in San Francisco. What's right? fu- Here's so can- the funny thing, right? Is Elon Musk has been a champion of the left for the last 12 years. I mean... He's sending us to Dan- Mars. He's Dan- saving the environment. Dan- Daniel owns two Teslas, Okay. Now, because he came out on Twitter and said, vote Republican, they fucking limits are melting down. And it's not like he said to vote Republican. He just he's a free speech abolitionist, which the left was always for free speech until they realized they could they could censor all political views on the right and contain more political power. And so then they were no longer for free speech. But and let's get it straight, Mike. That's why these people are quitting. They don't want free speech. Of That's course they, they don't. Quit. They want to live in their they little quit. free spa- safe space world, and they want to tell you how to live. And, 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 and oh, you offended me. Like, listen, I'm Jewish. Do you think that, that, that what, what Chappelle said Saturday night offended me? That was funny as fuck. It's comedy. Okay, he was what the what Chappelle did is he did exactly what Kanye did, but did it in a way that didn't offend people. Now, what Kanye did, everything Kanye said is the truth, but you can't come out and group a whole group of fucking people like Kanye did. And when he had a chance to apologize, he doubled down. And I know exactly what Kanye meant. Okay, just like when they don't understand Trump. I know what Trump means when he says this stupid shit. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean Kanye is not an anti-Semitic person. He's just an an idiot. You know what I mean? That's just true. Yeah, he's a savant only in music. Does it mean that he... I mean, he's not really a musician, really. He's just like whatever hip-hop is. Yeah, Uh, exactly. So he's not... (laughs) He's he's not like a wordsmith. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have like he's. Not, I'm saying yeah. I don't think he's ever read any Kirk Vonnegut. I don't no. think he's read any. Uh, uh, maybe Catcher in a Rye because a lot of weirdos like that yeah. book. You know, J.D. Slanger was a weirdo, uh, but I don't think he's like. Uh, uh, no, he's not formally educated. Yeah, 
That's it. And so, <laughs> listen, I watched Kanye on Tucker when he was on for two days. And, and I know what he was saying, right? Then he brought up, he brought up Jared Kushner and he brought up what he did uh, in Jerusalem with, uh, the, when he got the one thing passed. I forgot, I forgot what it was uh, that Trump passed in uh, Jerusalem. And, and then he's like, well, he did it for money. Well, of course he did it for money. That's, that's what he does. You know? I, I don't fully understand that. I think it involved like an underground mall linking the, the West yeah. Bank to this. I don't I, know. I, 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 I know what it is, but I forgot. But the point I'm is, like, is again, you can't – let's just say, okay, so I'm Jewish, right? And I'm, 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 I'm a religious Jew, whatever, and whatever, and I think certain ways, and – but I'm also for free speech. You know, if you want to call me a kike, go ahead. You know, you want to call me a whatever dirty piece of shit you, okay, that's your right. It's your, you know, it's your free speech right, you know. But there is consequences when it comes out sounding anti-Semitic and your backers, the, peop- your, the people who give you all the endorsement money, tell you you can't say that. And then Kanye says, I can say whatever I want. I'm uncancelable. And now he sounds anti-Semitic. You see what I'm trying to say? And I don't believe yeah, he's, I don't believe there's one bit in his bone anti-Semitic. Okay? But you can't... I think he really hates the Kushners and a couple of people. Well, he, you heard what he said. He goes, I love Ivanka and I love Trump, but I hate Jared. <laughs> yeah, and a couple other of these people who are... I mean, they were probably Jewish, a couple of men. But again, just because that, were, that's just like stereotyping black people. That's like saying, I have a lot of black friends. That's like saying, oh, since 73% of all the crime is created by black people, oh, it must be them that are c- committing all the crime. That's just, you can't do that. That's terrible. I, I, I'm a very savant. I'm a, I'm a very naive on the Jewish thing. I know there's, yeah. there's a very, the largest population of Jews outside of Israel is in the United States. Yeah. I understand this. And I don't understand how. They support Israel, but the people in Israel are all about the walls. But the Jewish people here, when you do polls, are all against the walls. Well, so, the truth of the matter I, I is, is, that. is the the politics in Israel, which is a company, uh, uh, is a is a country of like one point six million people, or two point no, maybe it's three point six million people. Uh, fuck, it's as brutal as it is in the United States. The left and the right, they they're just as brutal against each other. So. Uh, you know, politics is the same everywhere. And what, now that they've locked the entire world together, right? So, what, which is, I've always said it, like I, I said social media was going to be the downfall of the world. You know, you can't have the whole world connected. And now that the whole world's connected, everybody's starting to see that the way God created 50% of the world want to think one way and 50% of the world to think the other. That's why the Democrats think we're crazy and we think they're crazy. You see what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that they're crazy. It's kind of like I told people before, you know, when I was smoking pot one night. There's the 15% crazies on the left and the right. And there's the 35% on the left and the right. There's the poison in the fruit. And half of the things that we think are right are probably wrong. And half of the things they think were right are wrong. And you have to have that dialogue to, to weed out the poison. And that's why Elon Musk having Twitter and having free speech is the most important, most 
important thing to ever happen in this country in 200 I think, years. I, my opinion is that, because I recall, and I majored in political science to mm-hmm. a certain extent, and that was like in the 80s and 90s, was that, you know, the, the, the biggest part of the thing of the voting population in most Democratic Western countries was the centrists. Mm-hmm. And they would, and then depending on, uh, you know, the, the election season and cycles and economic pressures and whatnot, the centrists would either gravitate more to the left or to the right, and that's how you pick your leaders. Right. I don't know if the 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 algorithm for these. It appears to me the you're algorithms. Just, you're, now you're these, talking. The algorithms are able to push an agenda one way, and no, that's how I they're good. I, that's why Elon buying Twitter. It's getting rid of the centrists. I think it's designed to get rid of centrism. It's exactly it's, what it's. It's, it's to, about to polarize your, each way, and that's why. Yeah. That's why when when Elon bought Twitter, he said. Right. If we continue on this discourse of uh, uh, the left pulling everything left, the right pulling everything right, you, the, the, the way the world the world's going to end. You, you have to have a middle and you have to have to have a middle. You must have the open dialogue. But is it too late? Because there are people like I said, like could it, it might quit. honestly, buddy, it might be too late. But you know what? Because it, at least Elon Musk, that is, Ukrainian flag. And, and we know right now, I mean, Zelensky, the FTX thing, oh, yeah. him shooting a missile into Poland, of all, cool, it's all, the, of all things. This is uh, why they, they, they had all, to get the whole first Trump impeachment was all corrupt. You, Trump had all the shit that was going on in Ukraine between Biden and all the higher ups. That's why. Oh, the phone call. They, Ukraine's like the most corrupt country in the world. You know, yeah, but, but then, but then the, the CEO of, of FTX basically. From, I'm not a lawyer. they funneled all the money but, to, to fucking Ukraine. You're not wrong. Yeah, I've, he's I've, basically he's basically said enough, which I would think in the functioning with a functioning Justice Department, a functioning FBI, a functioning FTC, a functioning SEC, that there would be a special investigation on the whole thing. Yet he donated like five hundred million to Democrats. What do you think they're going to do? Investigating? Come on, man. It's like so. It could be just we're too far gone. I'm we could, be, hey, buddy. I live we, in. we could be too far gone, but you know what? Let's pray we're not. You know what I mean? And I'm uh, glad I'm living in the state I'm living in. I'm glad that the election I, laws are. Where are you in Florida? That, you live in Florida? Uh, I'm in uh, Texas. Okay, Texas is fine I, too. Yeah. But but I also think that uh, I'm glad that Bill Maher. I mean, I don't know. He seems like a liberal to me, a centrist. But he's actually saying it's not a big ask to ask for a minority to get a photo ID. Exactly. It's not that because and and, and and now Bill Maher, who's a fucking classic liberal, is being attacked as a right winger. I mean, it's just insane. You know what I mean? All Bill Maher does is say things with common sense. You know, he's right. I watch Bill Maher's show every week. I mean, he's everything. When I first watched him, he was pretty far to the left. And now he's kind of like where Elon Musk is. He's not on the right. The left have just moved so far left that it's not even real. He's carrying so much water early on in Trump's administration for the left, which he did. He did a lot of water carrying. Yeah. You know, he did that. Trump is so stupid. You know, I I, I mean. All right, my man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get another right, call. Man. I appreciate. Have a great weekend, and it's good talking you to you too. as always. I'll see you next week. Thank you. You got it. Later. Bye. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people you guys in the chat are talking about. You're right. Everyone you guys are named are Jewish. But again, that doesn't, what does that mean? You know what I mean? It's just some bad people. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. What's up, Mikey? How are you, brother? Good, my man. What are you doing? Not much, man. Just got my sixth booster. Uh, getting oh, ready yeah, for right. the flu season and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of you, man. I've been a poker player for 20 years. Thanks, bro. I've been following you for a while. I'm playing, uh, I'm playing in a game. I'm playing in my online game yesterday, and one of the guys in the game, he jumps in. And he goes, yeah, I'm a little tired today. I just got my fourth booster. And I'm like, so I put in on the chat, I'm like, how dumb and uneducated do you have to be in 2022 to fucking go down and keep getting boosters? I mean, that means you're doing no research on it whatsoever. You know what I mean? It's a joke. That's right, brother. I said people should be following your Twitter account. You should be dropping some good information on that stuff. Yeah. People need to learn about that. You know, did you see the thing I tweeted out today about... The one, the the Oxford people were, were talking about putting people on uh, that people are unvaccinated or mentally ill. Like, really? Yeah, put them on, put them on drugs. Put them on drugs. I mean, are these people crazy? Do they understand? Did you see the political article last week that that they're worried now that that of long term myocarditis from the vaccine? Everything we've been saying since we were since the beginning of COVID. You know, when all the preliminary stuff was coming out, it's like, yeah, I mean, I got the original vaccine, but they, and I got Serva from it. I got the shoulder injury related vaccine administration. I still can't even lift my arm. But uh, I would if you couldn't pay a million dollars to me to put another one of those things in my body. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, I have so many friends have never had a vaccine, never had covid once. You know, it's uh you know, yeah, Danny's fucking sits next to me. He's never had COVID. You know, no, you know, boosters, fucking vaccines. I zero chance. I mean, all it is is all it was is a fucking scam for the fucking pharmaceutical companies to get rich. I knew. See, Trump's in on it too. He's just a fucking. He's a, just a scummy, right? He, they got they yep. got paid big money to push that vaccine. The Bidens, the governments, Trumps, you know, it made no sense. Why is the government who lets two hundred, who lets three hundred people a day die from fentanyl overdoses, who has hundreds of thousands of homeless dying in the street? Now they're going to tell you they care about it, whether you uh, that, that they're trying to save lives. Fuck that, man! I knew right away it was all bullshit, man. Trying to fucking, yeah, I'm, they're just trying. I'm sorry to hear about that, brother, man. Uh, but people are talking about like rig poker games and stuff. What about the rig fucking whole system? Yeah. You know, it, people it, don't think about stuff like that. And you're talking the truth out there. And I appreciate you, brother, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they demonetize me and they, they take my channel down. I try to be I try to say the, the truth without without like getting. I mean, can you imagine I can't even say free speech because they need yeah. their media. See, they're, before social media, they had the media and if it didn't show up on the radio or television nobody knew the truth so it makes you wonder makes you wonder in mm-hmm. life over the last six uh, going back to world war ii or world war one were, were we were we ever told the truth you know good fucking question it man ma- it makes you wonder about 
It make it makes Absolutely. you something to think about. If 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 they're if if okay, like like Trump's biggest success as a president was outing the fake news media. Um, once we now that we know anybody with a brain that's followed anything for the last four or five years knows that the media is all fake, makes you wonder what have we been told that's not fake, right? And again, that's I don't right. want to be a conspiracy theorist, but but. We now know for sure that all the things that they pushed on Trump's, all the hoaxes, you know, the the Trump want people to drink bleach hoax, the the fine people <laughs> hoax, the Covington hoax, the the Trump poured the what was it the the goldfish in Japan with with uh, Commissioner Abi hoax, the uh, the Mar-a-Lago fucking he has nuclear secret hoax there's so many everything they ever say is a hoax so january 6 was worse than 911 january 6 was worse than 911 uh officer switnik was was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher all that proven to be a lie everything the media says is proven to be a lie and so again And this is where I tell I have a friend, my friend Ashley on the left, and we talk a lot of politics. And and I say to her, how can you back something where it's proven that the media makes up lies to push a narrative? Now, does Fox News push propaganda for a narrative? Yeah, but they don't push. They don't make up things. The media on the left will make up things and they will send that out to all their channels and they will funnel it. And it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. And it's Damn proven. Right it it. I mean, looking through this shit. Yeah. I mean, Trump, all Trump said was there was a UV lighting. Okay. Where you could cleanse your body with the UV lighting. And, and they took that and they ran with it that Trump wanted to, you to, eat, to ingest bleach. They even had Clorox go out and say, we do not uh, say what the president... The president never said that once. It's just, it was all made up. The fine people hoax, all made up. He never called neo-Nazis fine people. He said they should all be condemned. He said the people who had permission for that had a... Uh, to, to protest that had a, um, uh, what's it called, to protest, were, there, were, there were fine people there. I mean, right all to you assembly. To, yeah. yeah, the right to yeah. assembly. And all you have to do is read the transcript. Trump yep. never once calls. And, and then, and this is how Biden, he ran on the Charlottesville hoax and to this day is still pushing it. So how could anybody believe when they just make things up people don't want to be people don't want to admit when they've been lied to you know they'll find excuses i don't know do you follow do you follow scott adams on twitter you follow adams yeah the dilbert guy yeah everything he's everything he says is true he's a fucking absolutely a genius he's so smart it's like he says i'm not republican he goes but how do you all they do, the other side does is make things up, you know? And like he said, I'll vote for a Democrat next time. Whoever fixes the fentanyl 
crisis is who I'm voting for. And you know what? Me too. First, the first person that that has a solution to fixing this fentanyl crisis will get my vote. Amen, brother. Hey, it's been good talking to you, Mike. All right, my man. Have a great weekend. Take care, man. I love everything you had to say, man. You take care. You got it. Later. Bye. All right. Let's. uh, We have one more or no? All right. We'll take one more. Dallas Cowboys, my pick of the week. Eight and two on my pick of the week so far. Going into week 11. Hello. Well, the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey, Mike. What's going on, my man? How are you? Hey, brother. This is Steve in New Orleans. I've hey, Steve. How are you? Cool, man. Good. Um, I want to um, cover a couple of things. This guy that was talking to you about, you know, winning these tournaments back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's fine. But when he starts talking about Bitcoin, he has no idea I agree. Agre- no what idea. he's talking about. I agree, you know. Uh, but, you know, everybody has their own opinion. Uh, I, I, be- I believe that Bitcoin will reach 100,000 minimum one day. And um, it's going to be a tough, uh, this FTX thing really hurt. It's going to be tough, tough. It's going to be a long run before that's a big bull, before it goes way up again. You know, well, Mike, it, if you look at the cycles, I've been following Bitcoin and foolishly could have bought Bitcoin for nine cents a piece. Yeah, I had it 27 bucks in 2014, $10,000 worth. So, yeah, yeah, I was trying to buy some and the vault of Satoshi was so hard to set up an account with mm-hmm. and my bank would not transfer the money mm-hmm. to the vault of Satoshi. So I had no way at the time. I wasn't tech savvy enough to figure out a way to buy it, right? Um, But what I want to say is Bitcoin has a finite supply. Right. That's what people do not understand. There's 21 million Bitcoin. That's it. To be mined total. And over 19 million have already been mined. Right. So the next halving is going to reduce that to a million Bitcoin left. And then the next halving after that is going to reduce it to half a million. Mm -hmm. And each time, each cycle, which is a couple of years, when you go through a bear market, when that bull market hits again, it's going to go up 10 to 15 times what it is right now. I agree. I agree. So anybody who doesn't understand Bitcoin needs to just, you know, either learn it or don't talk about I, it. You got, listen, it's, that's what, that's, see, that's why you, you, you wonder the FTX thing, if they, if the, all the politicians knew it was a scam from the get-go so they could try and get their asses in and try and regulate it. See, they didn't hire those 87,000 IRS agents to go after millionaires and billionaires. They hired no. those 87,000 IRS agents to go over to people who own Bitcoin. That's who what they crypto. hired. Crypto, that own crypto in general. Because I own a lot of crypto. Yeah. I own, own a lot of Correct. I own Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, Algorand. I own a bunch of different ones. Yeah. And right now is the time to be buying, especially like Cardano and Algorand that are 33 cents. Like I said, they're going to be ten dollars. In, in it two, it, three years. It, re- it really sucks that I bought 30,000 more in Bitcoin and the FTX thing happened the next day. 
So I got, I'm already down like 1500 a coin, whatever I bought it for. So it's kind of really tilting to me, but I'm in it from the but long run. So it doesn't matter. Mike, Mike, all I can do is I'm begging you. And like I told a friend of mine, I said, I forbid you because he bought his Bitcoin for about eight, 9,000 a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. It went all the way up to 67,000 or wherever yeah. he sold some. He's got some left. I said, I forbid you to sell that unless it hits a hundred grand and you cannot control yourself. Yep. But if you sell at on the way down, that's what losers do. Losers sell on the way down yeah. and buy on the way up. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I, look, I, pr- I, 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 I waited and waited for this crash and it, fin- it wasn't happening. It stayed at like 40 to 42 for like six months. Finally, I bought eighty thousand worth, and two days later, it was worth twenty five, and now it's like yeah. sixteen. But you know, uh, well, this the bottom. The bottom. Look, it has the bottom. I think the bottom could be nine. It could. It it could be. I think it's more in the twelve to fifteen range at the least. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hold off. I'm gonna hold off on buying more right now. Um, I'm gonna basically get myself out of debt, pay off the rest what I owe. And then um, I'm going to, I don't believe it's going up right now. I, I think there's, no. a, I think once it gets down, if it goes down, I'm, I'm not buying anymore. It kind of sucks. Like I said, the FTX thing happened right after I bought, but I think that it, 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 when it hits 12, I'm going to probably just take everything I have and put it in. Yeah. So. It's going to take, it, it, these cycles last a couple of years. In yeah. 2016, it was three thousand dollars. What do you mean? At the, at the end of the World Series of 2017, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bryce Yaki says, "I'm taking everything I win at the World Series and putting it in Bitcoin." It was twenty four hundred a coin, right? Yeah. And I said, right. "Well, why should I pay twenty four hundred a coin when I had it for twenty seven bucks a coin three years ago?" So yeah, I didn't yeah, invest that's, anything. I know, same. Right. I said I could have bought this for nine cents way back then. Yeah, but so it didn't make didn't make sense to me why a programmer would yeah. sell it for nine cents if he mined it. If he was like a computer guy, right? Yeah, he he evidently didn't have faith in it at the time, or didn't realize it was going to be what it is now. Yeah, but these people who don't understand, there's also smaller cryptos. Like if you're by Cardano, Mike, you need to really research. I don't know if you know much about Cardano. No, I don't. Cardano and Algorand, those are those are projects that are built for all kinds of financial infrastructures to run on, mm-hmm. and they're great. They're cheap coins. You can buy a, a bunch of them, and they're gonna be here. They're gonna be here. They're in the top thirty coins. They're not. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, my friend had. Uh... Ten million dollars versus Luna, and it was a top ten coin. And look what happened there. You yeah, know? but this, these guys are like MIT guys. These are not. These are not this Sam Bankman Freed, whatever his name is. Yeah, these these are serious cryptologists. I mean, Sam Bankman Freed. I mean, he fooled fucking Tom Brady. I mean, him and Giselle put like all their money in fucking. No, they didn't do that, Mike. What they got was Shaq and Brady and. Curry, mm-hmm. they gave them a bunch of shit ton of coins right. to promote it. Correct. They didn't put their money in oh, that. Then, okay. Nobody, 
You that's know what, what I mean? I, yeah, that's what I kind of thought happened. But yeah. I mean, just think how much it hurts Shaq and Brady and Curry's brand. Oh, just their their image of well, how could you be pushing this and that kind of stuff. I mean, stuff I didn't like know nothing or... about this FTX thing because I, you know, I put I just put my money in through Coinbase and stuff, and yeah, I, but yeah. I, so I knew nothing about it, any of this shit. But I mean, the now that all this stuff's come out. I mean, if you really think about it, the writing was on the wall. You know what I mean? Well, Mike, what it is, look, I've been in it for a long time. Most of the stuff I've ever bought has been through Coinbase Pro, Kraken, or KuCoin. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even really aware of FTX. And all the people who are in FTX, for the most part, are newbies and people looking to make Quick money, right. fast. Well, that's the thing. The, the the FTX guy was what, once you start saying, "Oh, I'll give you'll make twice on your money in six months." You know, it's a scam. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah. Uh, it's like me- when they say Bitcoin's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Have but- you ever known a Ponzi scheme to last twelve years? Well, Have you ever known a Ponzi scheme that the government doesn't shut down and put the people in prison? Well, that's the thing. I had 10000 in Bitcoin at $27 a coin in 2014 that I was called every name under the sun. Uh, they told me, oh, because we were opening Get Lucky Poker and we were going to fund it on Bitcoin. And they're like, yeah. oh, another Ponzi scheme. You're going to rip everybody else off like you did with Full Tilt. And I had all these death threats. And so I said, fuck yeah. it. You know, and, uh, and then the next thing you know, every poker player was making millions on Bitcoin. So I know. You know, oh, no. hey, you follow. Do me a favor, I love you, you brother. You follow me, me on favor. Twitter. Do me you, a favor, though. Yeah. Do not, do not sell oh, your I'm Bitcoin. Not, oh, I'm not going Just to. Hold it, brother. Just I will. Hold it. Can you do me a favor? Okay. Do you follow me on yeah. Twitter? You follow me on Twitter, don't you? The mouth Madison. Uh, I just got unbanned on Twitter yesterday. Okay. Do me a favor. Send me a d- direct message and on that coin okay. that you're okay. talking about. All right, I will. Thank you. Thank brother. you. Take Bye. care. Later. All right, guys. Um, uh, my pick of the week is the Dallas Cowboys. I eight and two on my pick of the week. I am probably I'm ninety percent going with the Cincinnati Bengals in a tough game on the road in division in my Survivor. I might decide to go with the Buffalo Bills. I hate changing. I was I was always going with the Bengals. Coming off the bye. Uh, so, uh, pull for the bangles for me. And uh, we'll see you next week. I'll see you next Friday, probably. Um, we'll talk about how my week in poker goes. So far, it's been a great week. And uh, hopefully stay alive and give myself a chance to still win the 133 k in the Survivor I have 13% in Circa. We need San Francisco this week. Thanks for listening to The Mouthpiece. The Mouthpiece.